Welcome to week 12 with the Grocery Guru. That is Andrew Grant. Andrew, hello. How are you doing? Darren, good to see you again. How are you? Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right. Lockdown, blah, vaccination, blah. We're not going to talk about any of that, are we? No, no, it's uh, it's still the post-Christmas uh, result season. Um, and I thought today, uh, I think it was yesterday, Tesco's festive statement was released. Um, all very good stuff, probably exactly what you would have expected. 8% like-for-like growth, people piling into finest Christmas products, lots and lots of online orders. So I think stuff we talked about last week in regard to Morrison's and Sainsbury's. So uh, yeah, a very, very good festive season for um, for Tesco. Um, but you're talking about their Q3 statement for Christmas, aren't you, for Tesco Group? That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But inside that statement, uh, not particularly hidden, but down in the uh, towards the end of that statement was a fascinating fact. Um, they talked about the, and it's very rare actually, retailers disclose their loyalty information because it's, it's pretty sensitive stuff. So quite surprised that Ken Murphy actually said that in large stores, 80% of their sales at Christmas were club card sales. Okay. The link to, you know, people swiping their club card at, at checkout. That's phenomenal. That is high. So for so eight and ten pound that is spent in Tesco is by someone who has a club card who's in in their largest stores, which you can understand because obviously in their expresses they're much more transitory. Yes, you know, people diving in for a sandwich or a bottle of water are less likely either to have a club card or to swipe it. But in their biggest stores, which is obviously the the vast bulk of their volume, you know, to have eight out of ten customers you know, loyal, if you like, loyal club card shoppers. Um, and what do you think's driven that? Not it wasn't, I don't think it was just the Christmas effect. I think it was something else. Ooh, what's driven that? I don't know if you're a Tesco shopper, if you're a regular Tesco shopper, you should have noticed. We are, but we're more online. Um, okay. But then it still happens there. So I, I think, because I've had a look at the Q3, Q3 statements, I knew what you were going to talk about. And I think you were going to say it's promotions. Yeah, I think they've been incredibly clever. I mean, you know, most retailers with their loyalty promotions, they're sort of second best. They're sort of, you know, add-ons and throw-ins. Oh, use your, use your loyalty card and get, you know, a, a minor promotion. What Tesco, I think, have done very, very cleverly is taken their mainstream high-hitting promotions and made them club card only. Yeah. I mean, there's some fantastic club card only offers out there. And if you haven't got a club card, you're wandering around a Tesco thinking, I'm missing out on some fantastic deals here. So they probably, again, data they won't share, they probably recruited a whole army of new club card customers in the past since they've started those promotions. Well, I read the Q3, Q3 statement because I knew you were going to ask about it. And what, one of the things I read was that the, uh, let's have a look, club card penetration has gone up 10 points to over yeah. 80%, which ties in what, with what you said, and there's 2 million more active users. Wow. Ah, ah you, I, I missed that bit. I should have read a bit more closely. Right. I mean, so another thing, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, and I guess the, the two important points out of that for, you know, our, our dear listeners and viewers here is, you know, those club car promotions, you know, if you want to promote with Tesco going forward, then the biggest and beefiest promotions are going to be those club card ones. If you're not all over, you know, 
club card loyalty data, if you're not buying it off Dunhumby, you're going to have another arm sort of tied behind your back when it comes to trading with Tesco. So, you know, suppliers are going to be encouraged, um, I guess, to spend more and more on, on shopper data. And understand it and learn from it and evaluate. Does the buy two get the free work? I mean, my experience of working with a lot of clients and a lot of suppliers over the last 10 years is they don't all have, actually, I'm going to go as far as say most don't have a return on investment from the amount they spend on promotions. They don't say, I spend a pound, I got back one pound 25. Um, yeah. They don't, and now this is a whole new level of complexity, which is going to make it even harder, but absolutely essential. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, secondly, with, you know, we said that that 80 percent figure, which is is phenomenal. You know, Tesco are now literally almost owning their shoppers. You know, there is the old industry adage that, you know, Tesco with its club card knows better than your GP when you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, because no, they know your postcode. They know your lifestyle. They know exactly what your diet is. You know, I'm sure we all go to the doctors and don't actually quite tell them how much we exactly eat, uh, eat and drink, and particularly how much we drink. Tesco know exactly how much you drink. You put those seven bottles of cheap red plonk in your basket every week. They see it. Well, it's very true because you get the GP question: how many um, units of alcohol? You think is a pint just one unit? Anyway, no. I'm going to share a couple of other facts that uh, amaze me in here. Um, you mentioned the light flight growth of Tesco, 8%, Booker were 15%, which I thought was pretty damn good. Well, considering wholesale, you know, um, restaurants and hospitality are shut, it is, that is pretty good. Yeah. So that one amazed me. And then just a couple of other stats. Um, over Christmas, 7 million orders, 400 million items. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Tesco are looking after, seven, looking after supporting 786,000 vulnerable shoppers. No, I think, you know, as we said before, the, the supermarkets, um, they're the clear winners out of this, you know, nasty virus crisis we've had. Um, you know, they've been doing the right thing. Um, you know, uh, was it um, Morrison's announced yesterday they're going to be the first supermarket to pay £10 an hour? Oh, are so, they? I didn't read that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. nodding. I think he was going to say something else. Okay, £10 yeah. an hour. Yeah. Okay. That's what's that. So I'm, I'm going to be applying, Darren. So it could be the last one of these. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, they're, they're firing on all cylinders, just about all the re all the supermarkets firing on all cylinders at the moment. And um, But also, I think, tending to do the right thing um, as well. Certainly seems that way. I've got one more stat before we wrap up. The other one I saw was that we've got plus 80% increase in online sales, which equated to another billion pounds worth of online sales over yeah. the Q3, which I think was 19 weeks for Tesco, a billion pounds worth of online sales additional. Well, you know, I think we said at the very, very first one of these where I, uh, I trapped you into working out what a UFC was. Um, yeah, probably their biggest challenge now is, you know, how do they cope with that? probably unstoppable growth of online and you know are there are there going to be enough vans to go on the roads to deliver this stuff um you know where i live constantly all you see is white vans delivering amazon dpd food you name it and that growth is phenomenal um, and whether they can keep up with it and manage to pick it and make money doing it 
because as we've said before, you know, it, the, 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 the grocers have to some extent been lucky for the last 60 years. They persuaded us to be our own pickers and deliverers. And we're now turning our backs on that. They certainly have. So I think where that leads me to is the, the new battleground maybe moves away from price into data to insight, understanding our shoppers, but not just regurgitating the Nielsen, the Cantar, the IRI data, but actually turn it into something that says there's £7 million worth of opportunity in the category if we do these three things, one on promotion, one on decision hierarchy, and one on availability. Fantastic. That's got to be the new battleground. Yeah, pr price is always going to be there. And as a, as a supplier, you know, the, these retailers are, are going to, you know, knock seven bells out of you on price. They're, of course they will, because, you know, they're still operating on tiny, tiny margins. Um, but, yeah, if you can use Insight to drive profitable volume, even if you're making very, very small margins yourself doing it, then, you know, that's the way to, to grow and survive. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. We will see you next week for week 13. And let's see Absolutely. in the world of grocery. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. You take care. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye.